Hi everyone, welcome to the Divine Flow Pod. This is your host Kaimania Laya. This apparently should be episode 5, but my episode 4 was embedded into my last post on Substack about my journey of embodying my Akashic name, Kaimania Laya. So this is like, I don't know, episode 4.5 or something like that. But nonetheless, here we are. And today, I want to talk to you all about something that is very important. It's our capacity to receive love. Before we dive deeper into it, it's a thunderstorm going on over here i can hear the thunder and the rain in fact the breeze all day was super cool and yeah it was beautiful and freeing so i feel the perfect energies to talk about our self-worth and our capacity to receive and how open our hearts are truly to embrace love after a lifetime of chasing after crumbs of love. And okay, first of all, let me start by saying just it's uncomfortable to initially process the fact and look at all the places where one has settled for just receiving attention and mistaking it as love, uh, mistaking interest as for being loved or cared for. And it takes a while to learn that, to discern the difference. And when you're young, this naiveness is often taken advantage of and it breaks your heart because you might have a group of friends and you think that they like you they like you for who you are but then you realize that they're just your friends because they want to copy your homework or you know it's just these feelings where you aren't truly seen for all the amazing gifts that you have, for all the awesomeness that you hold, but rather are used for a purpose. And I believe that's what conditional love is. Whenever someone says, what did I get after I did this XYZ for you? And love is never a transaction. If it is, then it is not love. It is often labeled as love, but then, no, it's not love. Do people have needs and expectations in a conscious relationship? Of course. But love, that isn't kept, that isn't kept a record of you know like imagine if god did that like have a record book of how much did we love and i think that's the thing we don't have any 
kilograms, any metrics to measure love. It's so vast, so expansive, it continues to grow and evolve and it's infinite, it's limitless. Yet, it's easy to talk about love. Like, love has been my favorite subject to talk about. In fact, the University of Calcutta started a I think a doctorate program or some program where the subject of the main course the main degree was love and I thought oh my god I should really go there and study this but that didn't work out but anyway love is sacred love is beautiful but all too often we resist in receiving love and um i have been that person in fact until very recently when i didn't fully accept my akashic name i was denying god's love for me like the visual i got was of an empty vessel right and we get to choose what we fill it to fill it up with so if I am not receiving fully the love the divine has for me, the vessel won't stay empty. It's like something that Liana Shanti mentioned in her one of the recent illuminations that if there is vacancy, nature abhors a vacuum, it would fill with something. So if it's not filled with divine, if it's not filled with Jesus, if it's not filled with unconditional love, so it automatically paves way for the darkness to seep in um, in Hindi uh, there is a proverb which says Khali shaitan ka ghar hai, which means that an empty mind is a devil's workplace or home and uh, which is true because we need to accept and fill our minds consciously with things that we care about that matter to us otherwise something from the environment just tries to budge in you know so that was interesting to observe because for me um in 12 tb school there is the law number four uh which is taught as the law of giving and receiving and for me that law has taken more than a year to actually grasp that law because i get it intellectually i got it but like emotionally my inner children didn't get it and to me how i understand it now is that we are vessels right we are holders and we get to choose what we are holders of so if we allow the divine flow in we are filled with light and the true love of jesus right it's the same way of how we feed our body like if we are eating uh, junk food or if someone is eating meat and dairy and gluten and just all the fast food and all the pesticides and preservatives and all of those nonsense stuff 
so you see those visuals where you know a person is made with junk food the human body and then the other person the pictorial uh, presentation where someone is filled with fruits and vegetables and nuts and legumes and it's just like an altogether a different energy one is of death and decay and one is of life the entropy and negentropy concept so that really hit home for me because it just i think sometimes you get something intellectually but for it to sink in deeper into your heart into your being into all yourself it takes some time so for me it just happened yesterday where i was like oh my god by denying who i am which was me denying my name me denying kaimani alaiha i was denying god i was denying god's love and all the blessings that were for me you know that are for me and now i can totally receive that and i feel it also goes for our uh, relationships like when someone praises you you will like uh, because okay this is a very interesting point because if you have seen any japanese animes or uh, dramas or if you have seen any even indian dramas or are aware of it when someone says something uh, good about you you just smile and say aisa nahi hai oh no thank you like yeah you just like deny it and you just shy away from it when someone uh, says something good about you you know and that's seen as a good sign of modesty and is valued in i think asian cultures but and if you know someone says uh, oh thank you so much that is seen as oh this person just accepted the compliment how arrogant is that is so if you're from a western country that might feel very odd to you like yeah of course if someone compliments you you say thank you right and but that's not generally the cultural paradigm in say asian country so that's why i think it connected for me right now why it took me such a while to just be saying thank you and just receiving it with grace instead of being like trying to share away that compliment because that's what people do in these conversations when someone compliments you you compliment the other person back so in a way you deflect the compliment and do not accept it so if someone says that uh you are a delight to work with and then you say oh if it's because you were a great customer or you were a great client and yeah you don't completely accept or own your own gifts or that did you did work hard or that you did good that you did do a good job you know you project that out and that's very important to consider because hey everything is energy we and we want to be powerful receivers of energy because it fuels us right and it inspires us to do 
beautiful things so number one thing that we are filled with the light of the true jesus and his unconditional love and we have limitless energy so that's one but two when we are interacting with others we should be willing to receive but that had been my achilles heel for a very long time because i had people tell me a lot of times actually that you give so 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 much and still have such a hard time receiving and it always moved me to tears because i'm like i feel it i feel it so very deeply but at the same time i i in a way lowered my standards because i was never used to receiving so i started valuing the even the tiniest details it's like how if someone is in a toxic relationship right and uh is never valued and then they get into a healthy relationship or even a friendship and then they're seen and their opinions are asked for and you know ultimately they're shown through actions that they matter it comes as a shock to them and they kind of idolize that person initially but then it's just like the trauma is responding so i don't know where i read this but somewhere on tumblr like don't you know let that praise get to your head when someone does that to you in a relationship because you might be just treating them as a normal human being like you treat other humans but they're so used to being treated inferiorly poorly that they think this is something huge something that they do not deserve and i feel this happens when you watch those videos of the rescue animals too who just find it hard to initially relax in a calm environment because they have been used to staying in stress anxiety and just violence all along so it's just getting used to a new way of being and this also reminds me that when we open our heart and ask jesus like i am fully ready to accept your love he comes so powerfully and beautifully into our life and his light is so bright it's beautiful but what happens is sometimes the light comes and we get laser focused on our shadows um an example that i can give you of this is our um, I was sitting in the park on the grass and there was a wall on the other side at a little distance and uh, behind me uh, like behind the park there was like some space for uh, parking cars so a car comes and you know its headlights are on i can see the light that is falling on the wall but i could also see my shadow and the shadow of other things falling on that wall and w- what generally happens is when that unconditional love comes to us we get so obsessed with our shadow that we ignore 
all the things that are in light all the things that are good for us and there is so much guilt and shame associated with that shadow where we deny that love we deny our light and the light that is coming from jesus or from any person who truly loves you and that is so important to understand because at that moment i was like oh this is just a shadow i do not need to have an emotional reaction to it i could just be like okay what is this shadow about do i want to carry it why did i engage in this and just be like okay jesus cleanse me i want to release this shadow how can i act act impeccably now i don't know why i am just half eating words today and then just repeating it better and more precisely the next the second time something going on but anyway continuing further on what is something in your shadow that you can just look like and say hey this is just the shadow i do not need to have an emotional reaction to it and if i'm having an emotional reaction what is an inner child who is stuck over here who was shamed for it and children get shamed for the littlest of things for example if they're in the kitchen and they spilled some water on the floor and then they are shamed for that like you are so reckless you keep dropping things again and again and the child is just crying tears in her eyes and trying to just make sense of what to do and then oh i did this as a child and then i was trying to you know i didn't know what to wipe it with so i just took some newspapers and put it so that you know the floor dries and then i was like then i was scolded again and yeah and then i was like what should i be doing then and you know everything i do is wrong that's the message that i got and what that does is that it disempowers you because then you don't trust yourself then you don't trust yourself to make decisions then you don't trust yourself to take accountability for your life because you just keep waiting for that nod from the perceived authority figure to say yes to what you feel and if they tell a no you just doubt yourself and doubt is huge right but doubt is the seed of the evil because think about it a cat is pregnant she gives birth she knows exactly what to do she doesn't attend any birthing classes or doesn't go to any prenatal cat yoga classes they don't have that which is awesome that we humans have all this support available right but the cat is attuned she knows instinctively what she needs to do the same way she knows when to ask for help I think the cat is coming to my awareness because recently I be I came to know about a cat and just there was a lady who was feeding her and her children some milk and I was like how did you connect and she was like this cat was pregnant and she was looking at me it was like she was calling me and then I started connecting with her and giving her food so yeah like the cat knew what she was doing 
so that's there and she had five kittens and they grew up and two of them got hurt and sadly passed away in an accident so that was there too but she knew what she had to do and she did that and she protected her children from another male cat who wanted to attack her kittens so yeah she was fully focused and empowered the same way like the hummingbird that takes flight you know she just flies she doesn't know she's tiny or the bee who is like i'm going to fly even if the scientists say that aerodynamically it's not possible i just do my own thing or the flowers who just bloom because that's what they do they don't think or doubt which is like a programming that humans do like they think and doubt like if you think about someone who you feel or know is a high achiever they think of something and then they do it they don't the doing it is not the step 3 for them it's step 2 and if you have had these traumas and these experiences the thinking is or like is followed by doubt and just being like oh is it possible hum and wait who do i think i am that i can do it and that takes so much of our time and energy that we move to step 3 with the energy of doing it with fear and we know fear serves no one is good for truly nothing so yeah if nature can trust itself so much that it doesn't even need any confirmation because she knows what she is doing why can't we trust ourselves oh come the warning we know that's the case but how cool would it be to blossom in the same authority as the cherry blossoms to shed leaves as the fall trees i don't know what are the fall trees I, <laughs> there aren't many of them here or to continue to flow as the ocean does like the ocean isn't over there deciding or calculating oh is it time for high tide or low tide it just does its own thing and people think and adjust accordingly and the animals also adjust accordingly through it the animals don't have a map they don't have a clock but the whales travel from alaska to hawaii every year so how incredible and attuned are these animals the rhythms of the nature and perhaps the problem lies when we try to brain the process where we try to plan it instead of first attuning ourselves to the rhythms of the natural cycle for women it's our menstrual cycle first and foremost then it's the seasons we are in and then thirdly it's just like the full moons new moons and just the cosmic flow so it's a multi-layered process but how amazing would it be if we are just attuned to the energies around us attuned to the 
natural rhythm of nature and what we are being called to do. Right? And I'm saying this from experience because for the last three-ish years, I have been experimenting with my human design, which is the reflector. And reflectors have all nine open centers and uh, how I feel or who I am is influenced by the phases of the moon. So I have very strong changes in my sleep cycle in how I'm feeling my activity levels with the new moon and the full moons and it has taken me a while to just like you know get a sense of okay how I feel during those time and to schedule things that way for myself and it's real it's very subtle energy that most people overlook but it exists like during your menstrual cycle when it begins it's a very deeply introspective and creative time and yeah so you have to just like flow with it and learn to experiment with it i really like when the author Jacqueline Fish in her book the intuitive writing she mentioned about working with the natural rhythms of the moon and just that was pretty cool I was like yeah this is what I need for my business and my life just planning my weeks according to my personal cycle so that's a very important factor to consider because the thing is to develop self-trust we need to take action it's like uh, because our inner children don't trust us fully yet right so that's why they're like um do we trust this person or not it's like one of those movies where you know a child gets adopted right children get adopted or uh, they get like a new parent uh, comes in after the death of one parent and uh, some children accept the that new person and then there is like one person who is just very sus who takes time to trust who is like why should i trust this person you know that kind of vibe which is perfectly fine because most often the inner children are so betrayed and it takes time to establish that trust and that relationship like you would do with an animal that you meet right so you hold empathy in your heart for yourself and you're like okay it's okay if, if you don't trust me yet and you continue to show up consistently without any expectations or when that inner child or when that animal would connect with you and when that happens it's going to be an incredible surprise for you and of course you can feel it when things are shifting but the idea is not to force ourselves you we can't force trust you know and i guess if you have grown through any sort of authoritative parenting or schooling you know that there are teachers who are very harsh and there is nothing else to do so the child gets trauma bonded 
that is not trust trauma bonding is not trust our senses tend to go numb that feels comfortable to us but it's still not trust because your body constricts when you're with that person i feel trust strengthens you fortifies you when you're with someone you trust you your posture gets better your shoulders loosen you know your you relax it kind of reminds me of uh, delhi boys okay uh, so there are some kind of people in delhi oh, it's just like in joke which is like often played on and it's like normal also people literally say these things but whenever they get into a fight or whenever they are in a traffic jam and a car bumps into them or something happens of that sort these guys would come out of their cars and just be like janta hai mera baap kaun hai and what that translates to is do you know who my father is like just getting out like with so much authority force that do you know who my father is who you're messing with and i feel that's such a good attitude to have as a light worker because when we go out into the world we could be like hey do i know who my father is the divine father the divine mother the jesus is there so why do i fear why do i doubt do i not know who where i come from who i come from and yeah to me that funny example just felt really apt like yeah that's the kind of confidence that you need <laughs> which some people have it's you know completely cocky sometimes brainless and you know total the boys who kind of just flirt away try to flirt away and just are ill mannered do that so totally something which i saw a lot during my college days but yeah funny how you can get lessons from every situation so how are you feeling do you feel that you can trust yourself do you trust yourself and if you didn't doubt or didn't fear what would be something that you would be doing right now and feel into it if you want to start a podcast do it if you want to paint do it why are you thinking like i know brain you're important you're precious but sometimes we just got to do stuff it's just like being like a child who just jumps into the sand pit and just start doing shit it's just like start doing the shit yeah that is more affirmative and starts playing with the mud i don't know maybe that child never learns how to make a sand castle no problem but he learns all the different ways to play with it maybe making a total out of the sand you never know <laughs> you never know something until you do them and i have been a very 
yeah let's do it and then figure it out kind of person uh for example recently i had the bamboo tree call to me so i was like okay uh new moon eclipse let me just make a bamboo fluorescence so i did it and then i had someone tell me a friend tell me like she didn't even know that there was this bamboo essence like it exists and i was like oh i didn't even know that myself i just felt a vibe and i went with it and yeah but for some things it's good to think because this attitude i have also had oh my god to actually want to tell the story but okay anyway so i was living with my roommates and uh, i had taught my roommate how to use a dating app which was actually good to get information about okay before that psa they are just dirt holes of darkness completely low vibe don't go there that's my recommendation you do whatever you want to do with it but yeah for me whenever i was in a new city it just helped me get the information on where is good food to eat and things like that and just to be offering advice to heartbroken guys who would be there yeah and the one or two decent conversations that i had that was just like follow each other on instagram and that was it but anyway so my friend had met this person and they had been on a date and this person was like from the same culture that i was and we were in south india so the food was really different the culture was really different and you get a little bit homesick right so in my flow i was like um way like yeah come over and i'll serve you some aloo parathas and you can just like chill and in a matter of 5 minutes we were just like he agreed and he was coming and then we were just like uh, tidying up the house and he came and then that didn't turn out as planned it just it just became a very weird situation where the guy was confused between liking my friend and me and he was like i like both of you and i was like yeah and then had i had to block him from everywhere so that was the thing that happened with that attitude which was like very going with the flow kind of thing where i didn't think i was like hey if you want to come like a random guy who i have met once and i'm like hey come over stay over here eat uh but thank jesus it was safe nothing happened that way so that was that but yes like the point being sometimes use your brain and your discernment and this was like i don't know what year was this was it like 20 18 2019 something of that sort kind of thing and yeah so sometimes use your brain but sometimes just go with it right once you check in once it feels aligned just do it what are you waiting for who are you waiting for it's like uh being out and you see this gorgeous puddle of mud 
you know there is some kind of mud after when it rains which is a complete mess and you want to stay away from it but then sometimes there is just like a puddle which calls to you and you just want to jump on it so you jump in it simple you don't stop there and think okay i'm going to ruin my clothes i'm going to ruin my jeans i'm going to ruin my shoes do i want to jump in it do i not want to jump in it but yeah if you do that you just miss out on the joy of the puddle if you like the puddle jump in it simple and if your shoes are dirty go and wash them but you have that fun for the moment right and it's a puddle so it's all cool but if it's something tricky like maybe do i want to go to that club no 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 clubs <laughs> that's the vibe that i get but for you just like check in with your heart so don't sweat the heart don't sweat the things which are you know easy are supposed to be fun and joyful and expansive and the things that are tricky just use your discernment for it and you would know what is that for you in your life with where you are with your life path with your values and yes i haven't jumped in a puddle in a while but that is something that that i do regardless like it's a very fuck here yeah, let's do it kind of attitude it's fun i'm going to do it you don't you don't want to do it your problem <laughs> nothing to do with me i'll just do it and we can give ourselves that permission to do those things to get dirty in that mud to try painting try finger painting i don't know if you're 52 years old just finger paint it's fun get your hands dirty just get all the paint over there and then if you're finger painting you can also create your own paints like maybe mix some turmeric in water you get some yellow finger paint or maybe some create some paint with some beetroot and just like it becomes like watercolors <laughs> so don't think through joy that's the point when children play they don't think through it they just intuitively go for it they just intuitively go and build these palaces or these spaceships or these underwater kingdom or this bed which can also fly in the air but at the same time it can just uh, act as a submarine as well and which is fully equipped with a machine which opens up and where you can cook all your food you know and use that imagination so if you have children create worlds with them help them use their imagination and build yours and you would be surprised by the possibilities that they see and you don't and then that would give you a major aha and you would be like wow my children or whatever these children are so wise and i'm so lucky to know them and perhaps 
create your own stories even for nothing you don't want to write them don't you want to talk to a friend and be like okay visualize we are in these first alps and over there we are doing um paragliding and we're just moving through the air and we see this gorgeous mountains and these clouds and this wonderful view and then we land on this mountain and then we roll on the grass it's so soft and just visualize that we have a carpet over there and um, we have a picnic over there and then we meet a dog who is over there hiking with sail handsome dude like whatever you make your own story <laughs> the point is just have fun and have fun in ways that away from the popular culture fun is often seen as drinking yourself out of your mind or numbing out or just some dancing with strangers which can be fun and healing but you know the environments which are kind of icky like you know the type i'm talking about so yeah do th- things in a way that bring joy to you when you just i don't know put out your laundry sing a song when when you want to sing sing when you want to dance dance don't wait for fun to come to you create fun where you are if you feel that everything around you is boring organize a fun night for your family or your friends what can you do maybe you can play games if all the games feel boring maybe you can create your own games i feel the most fun game for me are the ones where we can just like sit and there's like a beautiful right uh, lighting good food and then there are like thoughtful conversations and we ask each other questions which are not like jenga style or you know chutwa der kind but something which is which gives you an insight into that person so yeah deep conversations is <laughs> fun for me or maybe when you're cooking together like for example in even in indian homes or even in italian homes when they make pasta that's in indian homes they make i think puris or kachoris or papars or achar in italian homes they roll pasta they do it as a family it's like a family thing play some great music and just roll some gnocchi and just have it with a yum sauce it's an act of togetherness it's an act of bonding and it doesn't have to be isolating because if you see most teenagers either they are like playing video games with their friends and that is all cool and fun but then that's very isolating in a way too like it connects you in a way where you're just talking to these people and sometimes that can be helpful when you don't have people around you in the physical environment to just connect in that way 
but if you have the option just to do something fun where you are just do it and i hope this inspires you to experiment and find what truly brings you joy maybe you go to a pottery class and you go for like 7 days and then you realize okay maybe pottery is not for me maybe now i can just appreciate the craft but maybe joining a baseball team is for me you don't know until you try it you know and some things you have knowing of like nope this thing is not for me but there's a caution over there something that we truly resist is most often a thing for us because we have deep resistance to something because there's something for us to look over there so if you deeply despise someone what is that you despise in them and you might find something that is in your shadow and that's why you resist them so there is that caveat always <laughs> which is that fine line your own fine tuning your own t- tuning fork and we need to tune our own inner fork with the cosmos with the divine with jesus and being like i'm willing what is it that is being shown to me and what should i do and how liana shanti teaches to just ask how can i be of service it's just so pure and some days it's for me being of service is just sharing something some days being of service for me is taking care of myself because hey we belong to the divine remember who you are who you belong to and if you recognize that that you are sacred you need to treasure yourself that way so when you're engaging in self care it's a form of prayer because you're honoring the divine that lives within you and it's not like in a narcissist way that way you know you're creating idols of yourself oh my god this reminds me of uh, this um indian bollywood movie called welcome it's totally senseless but some of the scenes were really comedic so in uh, this particular scene there is this gangster who every morning worships but who he worships is himself so he literally has a mirror in front of his face and then he's doing the whole aarti and mantra portion for it and it's mm, ridiculous but also absurd and a little funny so yeah not in that kind of way but in a way of seeing i see sacredness and divinity within me that's why i will honor myself with care and reverence and i will extend this reverence to every person who god puts in my path and it's as simple as that so i hope you enjoyed today's episode let me know in the comments and i think the popular lingo says like subscribe share and um, we'll see you soon and but yeah i don't think so do i want to do that it felt interesting to say that because it's like i'm used to that popular 
hearing that growing up but i don't know what is a more heart-led way of going about this so i'll pray and meditate on that and until then please for the love of yourself do something fun lighten up and that's a beautiful reminder because Liana Shandi has a blog post animal guides which has a feather which says lighten up and I literally saw three feathers today so this podcast episode really makes sense for me now why this message is just coming up so strongly so that's it for today happy rest of the week I hope you're feeling deeply loved and aloha